Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Seth Rogen, executive producer of the show Preacher on AMC, and you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. That's us. Yep, it's us. We're back. We're back, finally. But they still have to fix his headphone jack. It's not the jiggly thing. That's the jiggly thing. So I'm not, I still don't hear the right ear. There's like 10 episodes already. I know, it's been a long time. Well, welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 144. Yes. You may have heard a promo before this that wasn't for our podcast, so if you were confused, I apologize for that. <laughs> that being said. Here we are. Yes. So the last episode we did was April 1st, I think. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Roughly? No. Yeah, so month? It's, been, it's been a few weeks. <gasps> So Jamie went on vacation after The Walking Dead ended. Yes. Then I went on vacation. Mm-hmm. Then we had a week we had nothing to talk about. <laughs> we, were, we couldn't figure out our schedules. Yes. And so uh, we're back. Um, you, what did you do on your week vacation? By the way, I'm David Brody from Elvis <laughs> The Morning Show. This is Jamie from Light FM in New York. Um, in I, case you're new to our yes. podcast, welcome. Welcome. I actually just uh, did a staycation. Really? I slept a lot. It was glorious. I really needed it. Just some uh, downtime. But the family and the pup. Where'd you go? Just staycation, just home. Oh, staycation. Staycation, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Usually you have pictures of you by a beach or by a pool. This was just, I didn't see any pictures, so I assumed you were- Yeah, no, we normally go to Cape Cod and take vacations every summer, but unfortunately my mom has two big surgeries coming up. All right, well, good uh, luck with that. Thank you. Tell your mom I see New knees. Oh, new knees. uh, New knees. Yeah, so we're not going to go anywhere, so I know me. If I don't take it now, I won't take it. All right. So I went on the um, Norwegian cruise line Bon Jovi cruise. I'm not going to lie. Your videos and pictures, I'm a little jelly. 
Well, I... Uh, it looked pretty incredible. It was fun. It looked fun. I'll tell you what else was great about it. Um, not only was Bon Jovi and his backup band, not Bon Jovi, but John Bon Jovi and 11 musicians, horn section and drummers and a violin player, it was tremendous. The whole thing. On a cruise ship when you're like sailing around, you know, uh, the Atlantic. But there were other bands on the ship, which some of them were excellent. Really, so first of all, Collective Soul was there if you're a fan of the wow, 90s. that's very cool. And Tonic was on the ship. Cool. They performed multiple times. Um, a band called Tempt and a band that I fell in love with called Wayland. W-A-Y-L-A-N-D. Okay. Uh, really good. I would look them up on on, on, uh, on your uh, your apps, on your iHeartRadio and wherever else you find your music. We're, of course, obviously partial iHeartRadio. <laughs> we work for iHeartMedia. That's our company, but feel yes. free. Our podcasts are everywhere. Wherever you're listening. Yes, they are everywhere. Find your music. So, that was great. And then last week, we kind of bummed it around. I do have one question, though. I've always been dying. To, I never knew anyone that went on these, like, celebrity cruises. Does he just walk around? No. Do you ever, so, you never see him? All the other bands did. Okay. but His band did. But he himself, there were no, like, oh, there he is by the pool and give him a drink. Do you and... realize what would happen with 3,500 Bon Jovi, total crazy Bon Jovi fans? But I always hear about these cruises. I'm like, I wonder if they ever okay. just are sitting there. Now, the same people, so there's a company, I'm not going to bore you guys too long, but there's a company, a division of Norwegian Cruise Line called Sixth Man Productions. Sixth Man handles the special cruises. Like the Walking Dead cruise. Right, which they're not doing next year. <gasps> I know. No. The Walker Stalker. The Walker Stalker cruise, from what I understand, has has been postponed. It won't no. be on next year. Okay, but they did a Kesha cruise and a 311 cruise and they the do Bon Jovi an practical Joker cruise. That's I was getting to that. Okay, so there's another Bon Jovi cruise in August, and it's the week that Elvis Strand Morning Show is off. Oh. So I may go again. But this okay. one's in this Look one's in you. this one's in Barcelona. No way. That is the proper pronunciation of Barcelona. <laughs> that is one of my favorite Freddie Mercury songs. Barcelona. Yep. By the way, how great, how great was the Queen and Adam Lambert special last night? I taped it. Okay. Yes, but right. I did watch, I never really watched Idol, but I was in tears watching the Queen night. Oh, um, I watched, I watched, <sighs> back then I watched Idol every week for the first 18 years, whatever yeah. it was. And when Adam Lambert sang... Bohemian uh, Rhapsody. No, oh. no, no, don't jump oh, ahead of my well, stories. I, I just thought, because that was his audition song. He sang uh, Real World, I think, Mad World. Yeah, oh Mad my World. God. It was unreal. And then he did, day, he did a whole lot of love. He was the first person ever to sing Led Zeppelin on uh, American Idol. Mad, his rendition of Mad World is probably one of the best I've ever heard in my life. I would play it on repeat for days. Tremendous. And we had him up here because he had his first album out. And I'm like, yeah. Adam, you should, you know, I, I, I was a fan since his auditions. Same. He was fantastic. Yep. And I, you know, look, I don't think 10, 12 years ago our country was ready for a gay American Idol. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was, he was too flamboyant. At the time, yeah. For people to vote enough for him. He finished second, but he finished to a guy who, uh, Chris, very talented, but who, right? Yeah, uh, Adam Lambert has won at life right now. Adam, yeah, Adam Lambert. Is, <laughs> he has won I life. I wish Adam Lambert's solo stuff did a little better. Same, uh, yeah. Uh, he's had some good songs, but if anyone was ever born to play Freddie Mercury, to, to step into oh. the, the, the crazy outfits of, not try to replace, but fill in for, it's Adam Lambert. He's tremendous. I've seen him three times now with Queen, and they're going to do two shows again in Madison Square Garden this summer. I want to go. I saw them it's... once in concert and once... Well, I saw them live at the iHeartRadio Music Festival in 2011. Oh, you are lucky. When they when they were sort of still basically a new thing. Yeah, it was a newish thing, yes. Right. So, no, the Bon Jovi Cruise was great. And now, speaking of 80s icons, yeah. you and I got to meet Brian Adams today. For those of you who yes. don't know Brian Adams... He sings Summer of 69. You're like, oh, that guy, yeah. That guy. He has so a lot of hits. Sweet. Yeah. 
so nice. Yeah. I said I've been waiting since 1984 to meet you, and he's like, what? <laughs> I know. So I know it's a long time ago for everybody, but that's that's the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so it's been an eventful couple of weeks. There's a it lot has. of a lot of the Walking Dead news yes. to catch up on, partially because a lot of news broke, partially because we have been here. Yes. So a couple of things before we get to that. I know we've been like, what else are we going to get to before yeah. we get to? Avengers Endgame. No spoilers. Okay. Never. Uh, but I loved it. And if you're one of the people that has seen all 21 films. I need to see it because our girl Denai is in it. So Yeah, Denai Graff from The Walking Dead is in it. Um, yes. Obviously not like she's in the Black Panther no. movies because yeah. movie. Yeah. But she's there. She's, you certainly see her. I, I, I'm not going to say anything about the movie. Okay. Other than a lot of people have asked me to do an episode of one of my th- many podcasts where I review the movie. You do have so many podcasts now. I do. I do. It's <laughs> up, th- up to three. Okay. Three. But the reason I can't do that, unless it's a standalone, they're like, oh, you should do a segment of Brooklyn Boys where you talk about the movie. Well, anyone who doesn't want me to talk about the movie is not going to want to oh, hear no, me do a review. Oh, no, they're not going to want to hear that. Spoiler. This, this is the kind of movie that when you're done, you could reflect on and analyze for years. Years? Yeah. Oh, really? there's a lot to wow. digest. A lot to digest. So I'm not going to do an episode. Okay. Unless the couple of people here that analyze Marvel films the way I do yeah. want to do a separate entity you thing. You get deep, yeah. And then we'll put it up somewhere so that people know what to expect. Okay. But it's I can't just stick it in like, oh, walkers and talkers. <laughs> Guess what happened End in game. the movie? Endgame. <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to happen. So so for those of you who asked, not going to happen. Uh, unless I find time to do a fourth podcast. Okay. <laughs> Most, but I, I'm thrilled that you you care enough to, to ask me to do a podcast or, or to get my opinion. Uh, a few of you have asked me for uh, to answer questions. You could email me at brody at elvisduran.com and give me like a week to get back to you because uh, I don't check that that often. And I've gotten a lot of emails in the past week from people asking me questions. So okay. there you go. Now, you went to Chiller. I did. Okay. So Chiller is a uh, another convention style yes. thing. So explain Chiller. We went last year. So Chiller Theater actually next year will be their 30th year. So it's been around a very long time. It's always been in New Jersey. So it's twice a year at Persephone, always in October, always in April. And it's the most eclectic, eclectic, crazy group of celebrities. So Linda Blair from The Exorcist was there. Tony Danza was there. Happy Days. Ralph Malf was walking around. Constantine Morales. Annie from the movie. See, Constantine Morales, Marulis, by the way. Oh, so, oh really? Yes. Okay, yeah. correct. Is it, it, sorry, it's Marulis. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not. He's not Spanish. He's Greek. Okay. It's Marulis. Okay. <laughs> he's another guy that should have won, Idol. but didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did get a start there. I always think of him as Rock of Ages. Very oh, no. tall. He's very tall. And he said it, I had beautiful hair. He's from New Jersey, I believe. I believe he's from my town. I think he's from Wyckoff. Well, you should. Yes, he is. You should know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I should know that. Actually, my dad told me that. He's like, do you know he's from our town? I was like, oh, okay. Um, so anyway, there was four characters from The Walking Dead there. There was Cooper Andrews, Jerry. Jerry! And both Henrys. Nice. And Mason and Matt. Mason's little Henry. Matt is big Henry. Mason, and- the little one, is only, only of the three Lynn's family kids that didn't die on the show. True. He was just Sophia died. Off. His brother died. Yes. He just got replaced by his brother. Yes. So oh, I by met- the way, spoiler, spoiler, Sophia and Henry are dead. Yes. So I had already met Mason already. He's the sweetest little thing. And then this time I wanted to meet Matt because I hadn't met him, Baker Henry, uh, and have him sign my thing. And um, so polite, great manners, took a photo with me. I'll throw it up on our Instagram page. And was just so kind and just really appreciative of his fans. And then um, I got to meet Ratface Jared, played by Joshua McKell. Okay. Who, 
I, oh, I hated him on the show. He was such a jerk. But I have to say, in real life, we were talking for about 10 minutes. He is a pure delight. He was phenomenal. Took the sweetest picture with me. He goes, I'm going to sign your, I have my poster thing. He goes, my dearest Jamie. So he signed my Walking Dead thing for me. We got photos. Talked about him in Game Night, the movie, which I love with Jason Bateman. He was just awesome, really. I mean, the whole cast is great. So it sounds like for this uh, this chiller round, yeah. it was a third tier of the show. Yeah, there were two Henrys, a Jerry, and a rat face Jerry. We love Jerry. Oh, yeah. But the, but the bigger names weren't there. Not the Norman's been there before, and, and John Bernthal. There's been bigger names right. there with him, but these four were there this time. Because when we went last year or the year before, you had Jesus, you had Dwight. Oh, yes. You had Enid. Yeah. You had uh, Gregory. 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 You like my gingham? Yeah. All where we get all those great clips from. And I just want to say shout out to John O'Hurley, who plays Jay Puderman on Seinfeld. This man is 66 year old. 66, and he is a snack, and I got my picture with him. He has a snack? He is a snack. Oh, is a snack. He is, he's a man. Let me okay. tell you, I held on to him. I'll post that picture, too. All right. I am a huge Seinfeld fan, and I I kept it in control, but I could not believe I was meeting Mr. Peterman. Mr. Peterman. I was freaking out. Elaine! Elaine! <laughs> I love him. He was so nice. And then, <laughs> really quick, funny story, kind of derailing a little bit off The Walking Dead. But we haven't been on The Walking Dead no, since- No, we haven't. Well, okay. I mean, we're talking about Henry and stuff. So I, we're walking. I'm walking around with my friend Blair, and we see this. There's like the music room with Constantine and Aileen. I forget her last name. Who played Constantine? Annie. Who? Mar- uh, <laughs> Mar- Marulis? No. Marulis. Marulis. Okay, thank you. And I look over, and there's somebody dressed as a Native American Indian and a cowboy, and it's the. Okay, which one was it? Was the, it a Native American or an Indian? Oh, I don't. It's the oh, same it's, thing. It's, yeah. I, well. So I look. But then over you just you just went. Basically, what you just said was it was an African American black guy. Well, you know That's what, what I you just mean. Said. Well, so, you can't use the politically correct oh, term. He's a Native American, older. full full head dress down to the floor, okay, sure, everything, sure. and a cowboy. And I look over. I'm like, oh my god, it's the original Indian and cowboy from the Village People. You know, YMCA and the Navy. I understand the in yes. In case our listeners like, who's the Village People? Right. Okay. So I start talking. So I walk over, and I wasn't going to go say hi actually. And my friend goes, oh. Let's go say hi. Randy Jones is the cowboy. By the mm-hmm. way, also 66. They look great, these guys. So we start talking. and he, he I, Leather is very uh, yeah, useful. Yeah. <laughs> so he, we start talking, and uh, he's like, oh, where are you from? And where's the radio station? And I said, oh, I, all I said was try back. He goes, oh, by Varick? I said, wow. I said, yeah, actually. He goes, oh, I've lived in the West Village since 1984. I really love it there. He goes, you know what? Come, on, come over on this side. So now I'm, I walk around, and now I'm on their side of the table. I'm between Philippe Rose, who's the Indian, and Randy Jones, the cowboy. And so now this is really happening. By the way, it's pronounced Rose, Philippe Rose. Oh, so I'm really bad with names. Today. I'm just Sorry. kidding. Oh, is it? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're bad. Yeah. So now I'm staying there, right? So then the cowboy's like, you're a Colleen, which is like a, pr- an, uh, a word for like a pretty Irish woman. So you better hope he that's was saying all, well, I, so he's saying all the right things, right? So he goes, what's your, he's, you know, he's like, you know what? He takes out his phone. He goes, let's exchange numbers. What's your number? So now Randy Jones, the cowboy from the village people takes my number. He calls me on the phone. He goes, he's like, let's get lunch one day and hang out. So we've been texting. So yesterday, he's still gay, right? No, he's gay. He's been married for like forty-three years. 
Um, well, I, I don't think it was legal 43 years ago, but I know what you're saying. Well, he's been with his partner for 43 That's fine. years. I'm just analyzing. Um, but the nicest man, and he texts me back. He's so you like, can't make the village people guy go straight. You can't ruin no, their... No, I know. Their, you I, can't, well, I didn't know Not that you could make them go straight. I'm just and saying. Then, it's, and then he texts me yesterday. He goes, hello, darling. And he, he actually used the cowboy emoji. And... <laughs> made my day yesterday. So if you want, if you're around in June, I invited him up. We're gonna do an interview with him. He's gonna be back in the city. So that's that was my day. I wow. literally am gonna have lunch with the cowboy from the village people. My mom's like, Jamie, how do you get yourself in these situations? Interesting. <laughs> so it was fun. He's a great guy. You're gonna love him. All right. Yeah. So that that was my my chiller uh, experience this weekend. It was a whole lot of fun. Well, I'm sorry I couldn't make it. Yes, uh, it normally like you a, always come with me. Yeah, normally I, but I couldn't. I know, but next I, time, I think, my, October. All right. Yeah, all right. that'll be the next one. All right, let's go down my list of things to talk about. Samantha okay. Morton, who plays Alpha. 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 There will be conflict. So I'm watching a movie this weekend when I wasn't at the theater watching the Avengers. Okay. And. I see, I'm looking at her, I'm going, why does she, this character look so familiar? It's those eyes. Well, I didn't understand, I couldn't figure out who it was. I'm looking, I'm going, she looks awfully familiar. Now, I've seen the movie a number of times. The movie's about three or four years old. Okay. So I've seen the movie two or three times where I've seen this character. Yeah. But it never occurred to me it was Samantha Morton. Which movie? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh my God! She plays the religious nut mother. She is that... Yep. You're totally right. Well, yes, Oh, my God. That's what I said. I'm like, oh, it's Samantha Morton. Oh, she was so creepy in that, too. Yeah, she's good at that. She's good at the super creep. She is good at the super creep. Okay, so moving on. Okay. I went back and listened to the last episode we did on April 1st, and I know we talked about this. Okay. But it happened again. Okay. Okay. Somebody put up a, I forget what Walking Dead account, put up a picture of the radio from the finale of The Walking Dead. Okay. Oh, no. It's happening. And- People oh, no. were again guessing it could be Madison who's dead. We assume Alicia or Morgan. No one guessed Andrea again, uh, right? No. <laughs> and so again, I said, "Hey, man, uh, or girls, I said, in general." I said, "Hey, <clears throat> The Walking Dead is almost nine years ahead of Fear the Walking Dead." Yes. It's not someone from Fear the Walking Dead on the radio. First of all, that there's a whole comic book storyline using that radio. Okay. okay. First of all. Second of all, in order for anyone on Fear the Walking Dead to be on that radio, you'd have to be telling your audience that that character lives nine more years on Fear, that's, which would ruin the suspense of them yeah, living that, or dying. That's true. Right? So, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, it could technically be, let's say, Morgan, right? It could technically be Alicia. She'd be like a... But if it is, Maybe. then on season 10 of The Walking Dead, you'd have to see an Alicia who is nine years older than she is on Fear. Yes. You'd have to age her up and then explain where Fear went. That's a lot. It doesn't make That's any sense. a lot of the but show. But my point was, <laughs> a lot of the people were like, uh, made the same comment to me. No, the uh, Fear the Walking Dead did a time jump when Madison died and they're caught up, stupid. That's how Morgan was able to cross shows. I said, do you do you watch The Walking Dead? Because <laughs> Stephanie, I'm sorry, Judith, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Judith. Yeah. Hello. Hi. She's not a toddler. Right. So <laughs> there was a year and a, again, just to refresh, a year and a half time skip after the end of season eight. Yep. Right. They then beat the saviors. 
They did a time skip. They were building the bridge, right? Then Rick, boom, blows up the bridge. Six-year time jump. An additional six years. Now we're seven and a half years. Deep. Right? Yep. S- Judith is now a, a, a tall. She's 10. Right. 10 or 11. Right. Yeah. Okay. Then they did another, uh, was it was six, uh, seven and a half. They did another time jump at some point. Yes, they did. Right? And then they did another three-month time jump at the end of the show. Right at the end. Right at the end, when when the when the seasons changed. Yes, when uh, the whispers were in the woods. And it was springtime again. Mm-hmm. So it's almost nine years. It's a long time. It's a long time is what I'm saying. So it's not them from Fear. So it's not the Fear cast, and they're not in the same timeline, and I don't care if Fear does a jump this season. They're not doing a nine-year jump. They're not going to catch up nine years, no way. Right. They're like, well, yeah. but they said there's going to be a crossover, other th- crossovers. We'll get to that. But there's other ways to do crossovers without having the characters go from one show to another. Yeah. At the moment. Okay. Um, Fear the Walking Dead co-showrunner Ian Goldberg teases there's something big coming to the Walking Dead universe that there will be a potential game-changing walker that will change everything in the Walking Dead universe. What? He says, there'll be one walker in particular. I have to be careful what I say around Scott Gimple. Let's just say this walker will open up a universe of possibilities for our storytelling. Some clues may lead many to think it might be a nuclear walker affected by radiation because the Fear the Walking Dead cast goes into a radiation area. It says, keep out in the radiation. And we see someone in a hazmat suit in the trailer. So there's theories online now that maybe this irradiated walker is maybe half human. What? So it's starting to look decayed, but he has a brain. Oh my god! Like he has some. Con- oh, right? that is a game changer. Or it's a slow, like it's a slow turning walker. So he's slowly turning oh. into a walker, or he might have some some brain power. Like part human, part walker. Right. Part- Somehow the radiation has affected okay. the transformation. Now, if you remember, in the first season of The Walking Dead, when Frank Darabont was running the show, the walkers could run. Right? Remember they ran after Rick and Glenn? Yeah. After they did the guts trick? Yeah. Remember the walker that tried to open Morgan's door, his wife? Yeah, and then uh, the episode where they were trapped in the store with Andrea, that walkers were actually taking rocks and right. like, banging and them were, against right. them. Like, what happened? No, they don't do that anymore. They don't do that anymore. So they got they got normal stupid again after that first season when it was more like World War Z when they were running around. Okay, World War Z freaked the shit out of me. I didn't watch it. And so did 28 Days Later, because these things booked. They like... Flew down the street. They were running upstairs, running down the road. I'm like, oh my God, thank God I'm walking dead. I was standing a chance because they don't run. Yeah. I haven't heard anyone say booked in a long time. You're like, I know I'm what it means. I'm not that old, but like, I, I didn't know, say you, 30 years. You book okay, it. You're booking. You book, look at you. I, by the way, for those of you not in the studio with us, Jamie just did the arms running motion. She just turned into a running emoji. I, I, I talk with my hands a lot. Her arms went like, I'm running, like I'm that. Running. So, also, okay, speaking of zombies, um, we love The Walking Dead. But that doesn't necessarily mean I love zombies. I'm not a zombie movie fan per se. I happen to love The Walking Dead and fear The Walking Dead. But a lot of people tweeted at us and said, you got you to watch Black Summer. Oh, that's on my list. Right? It's not necessarily on my list because I'm not a huge zombie uh, genre fan. I, I wasn't fan. so much before, but I, I am much more now than I was. Like I remember the first time I saw 28 Days Later, I kind of hated it. Okay. And then I got so deep into The Walking Dead, and then I saw it again, and I really did like it. Okay. And I liked World War Z. So I'm not sure if I have time to watch it, because I'm still... It's taken me a month and a half, 
and I'm still not done with Umbrella Academy. Like, I just don't have time. Oh, I heard that was good. Too. It's very good. Yeah. It's very good. But I, I'm not done with it yet. Yeah. Also, side note, really good apocalyptic movie out right now on Netflix, Silence with Stanley Tucci. Is that the title, Silence with Stanley Tucci? Silence with Stanley Tucci. It's nice. a little A Quiet Place-ish, gotcha. but it's good. All right. Um, the person in the hazmat suit, people are speculating that that is Karen David, who's the new cast member added to the show. She was on Once Upon a Time. Okay. We talked about her a while ago. Uh, there is a second spinoff. By the way, um, oh, drop some paper. people are using bad, improper, poor grammar oh, yeah. and saying it's the third spinoff of The Walking Dead. No, it is not. It is the second spinoff, yeah, third Walking Dead Walking show. Walking Dead is the OG. Right. If you do Back to the Future 3, it's not the third sequel. It's the second sequel. Yes. It's the third movie. So there is another Walking Dead show in the works. And it says, this new series will reportedly follow two young female protagonists who bear the distinction of being from the first generation of people raised in the zombie apocalypse. So it'll be a couple of 20-somethings? Yeah. Now, people are saying, oh, maybe it's Judith. It's not Judith. We'll talk about why that is later. I have okay. a, some contract information. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm, in the know. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Uprocks.com talked about... Uh, how AMC is notoriously uh, famous for underpaying people. They said that people on other shows make a lot more than people on The Walking Dead. That's why people leave. And because they could kill you off at any moment, you had no leverage. You couldn't be like, well, I'll quit if I don't get a raise. Like, oh, we'll just kill you off. <laughs> However, they're saying now that since Andrew Lincoln left, Lauren Cohan is iffy. I'll talk more about her in a minute. Chandler Riggs is gone. A lot of Masterson, Tom Payne, a lot of uh, Denai Guerrero is leaving next season. Oh. That people now have upper hand, like I want to get paid. Yeah. Uh, so actors on the show were making like ninety, a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. big names. Uh, Sarah Sarah Wayne Callie, who played Lori, mm-hmm. she was making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars an episode to do the Prison Break reboot that didn't last. So, really? Okay. That's so a lot of money. Norman Reedus is, a, is uh, rumored to be making fifty to ninety million over the next three seasons. Whoa. Melissa McBride about twenty million for the next couple of seasons. They're getting paid now. So they Ooh. most likely will not be dying. Wasn't Norman only making uh, like, like eighty seven eighty thousand dollars like yep. not that long ago? Yep. Holy! Mm-hmm. Now, uh, uh, somebody on the show who's making a lot of money all of a sudden is Kaylee Fleming, who plays Judith. That kid deserves it. I'm telling you. Rumor is she's making two hundred and fifty thousand an episode. Whoa! Now the question Damn. is why. Yeah, well, why? She's the Norman la- was making- well, she's the last Grimes. True. They may want to build a series around her. They aren't going to kill her off. No, they're not. So they don't want her to leave to get another job or she's not making enough wow. money. They may or may not want her in the movies as well if she crosses over to meet her, to see her dad. So huh. the, people are saying oh that my she's God, not going imagine, if we anywhere. If see that, that would be, get the box of tissues. Um, mm-hmm, mm, yeah. That's a lot of money. So expect to see her around for a while. Oh, that's, yep, she's she's making the bucks. Okay, so speaking of siblings, we talked about the Lynn's kids. Yep, all three. Um, there's some new pictures for the new season of Fear the Walking Dead. Hold on, I haven't played that in a while. Yeah. The Fear the Walking Dead theme. I still like this one the best. Do you? Yeah. I still have to shorten it. Because you have to wait for your I part. I have to wait for one more. Here we go. So there's at least three young kids being added to the show. I won't say young kids, but um, the actress who plays Annie is 21. I don't know how old they're going to make her on the show. Okay. She looks kind of young. 
Max is 15, and Dylan, who wears glasses, is 13. Well, good Lord, they alpha killed all the teenagers off. Well, this is, again, nine years ago. Also true. This is Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, yes, you're Do right. I have to yell at you on Instagram? I'm so sorry. I will I, yell I, at you on Instagram. I'm so sorry. Okay, now, the actor who plays um, Dylan... Oh, uh, is Cooper Dodson. Cooper Dodson is the younger brother of Major Dodson. Not a great name. Yeah, Major Dodson. I'm sorry, you're trying too hard. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's, a, that's a rank. Uh, by the way, if your name is Major, I apologize. But it's a rank in this, it's, I don't know, it's, I don't, it's an unusual name. Yeah. It's unusual. That, that, that is not a bad so name, but it sounds like Major Dodson reporting for duty. Uh, that's exactly what it sounds like. Major, or oh, you know what? You're Major Dodson. Like you're just, oh, that sounds like an insult. Right. Him, yeah. Anyway, Major Dodson, his older brother, played Sam, who got eaten oh, by the zombies. Look at the cookie, he, Sam. Look at the cookie, Sam. So another brother is on the show. Interesting. Uh, you may recognize Cooper from American Horror Story Cult. Uh, he played Twisty the Clown-loving Oz Mayfair Richards. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He played the clown. He was so freaking creepy. Well, that little kid with glasses is going to be on Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, according to Lenny James, Dwight's crossover was planned before Fear Season 4. Lenny wow. James says, I knew Austin was coming over from almost the moment I knew I was coming over. I've known for a while. So this Dwight thing is not like a, a last-minute ratings thing. No, like they've had this planned. Yep. Uh, Fear showrunner, uh, expect more Walking Dead crossovers. What? What? He said, it's not going to happen like this a lot. He said of Morgan and Dwight, but I will say... There are different sorts of crossovers we're going to do to tie the shows together, tie the universe together in certain ways that have to do with the greater happenings in the world. Well, there's still the tape that said the doctor. That's right. I believe Abe and Eugene will make I, an appearance that makes in sense. a flashback. Yeah. She'll show them being interviewed. Um, there might be maybe a whisperer. Mm. Now, the whispers go south for the winter, which we learned. Maybe they go to Texas. Oh, that's far. Well, it is far. Yeah. But maybe they maybe they see a whisper at some point. Yeah. Uh, maybe they see the helicopter people. Yeah. Or something that that is similar to something we saw in The Walking Dead. Okay. So it doesn't have to be a crossover, as much as could be may, a reference. Or maybe they maybe they run into Jadis from back Ooh. in the day, or or hmm. other like you know the trash people. Anne. Or Anne. <laughs> so Anne, who, who was a school teacher. Uh, Daniel Salazar is returning, as you know, Ruben Blades. You can't kill the man. You can't kill the man. He's like a cockroach. <laughs> They said he will be a changed man. Ooh. We will learn about his incredible journey from when we saw him at the end of season three, and he will be dramatically changed. I'd like to know how the hell he well, finds them. he wasn't them. shot in the face, so. He was not. Well, he was. Yeah, he she, was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got to play this for what I'm about to read. Hey, guys. You're listening to Michael Kudlitz play Abraham Ford, or I did play Abraham Ford in The Walking Dead until I got my brain smashed in. You're listening to Walkers and Talkers with, uh, all right, who's Brody? Who's Jamie? Love him. All right, find out why we're playing that uh, right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Okay, why did we play the Michael uh, Cutlets uh, audio? Why right did there? we? Okay, so they asked him about uh, his episode where he gets killed with Glenn. Uh, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler, Abraham and Glenn yeah. are dead. Uh. He said, um, in, in talking about some of the ratings being down a little bit, he said, I do think what's missing since I've been on the show, he said, is an element of humor that Abraham provided in a serious situation. I think that's missing. Yeah, he did throw in some uh, curveball phrases there. He also said, I personally thought it was not the wisest thing to take both Abraham and Glenn out in the same episode. It's too much of a loss for the fans, for the audience. Glenn was the moral compass in the heart of the show. Um, he was almost the Herschel whisperer. So he was the guy who would like pull Rick aside and talk to him. Yeah. He'd also become that other side of him that was able to guide him or at least help guide him, meaning Rick. And Abraham, from just a humor standpoint, he, for the most part, told it like it is. So to lose them both at the same time was, for me as a fan, was sort of like, oof, that's rough. So in other words, he's like, it's too much to handle. It is a lot to handle. Uh, now, this is maybe old news, but the first time I'm seeing it, uh, Rick Grimes also thought the the episode may, maybe should have been done differently. Now, a lot hmm. of people point to the season seven premiere as too violent, too gory, too gross. Oh, yeah, a lot of And uh, the ratings took a hit. He said, we've been able to terrify people in film for 100 years without having to show an eyeball. When that happens, it diminishes what we're trying to make, which in my mind's eye is a family drama set in hell. It's not a sort of B-movie gore fest. Um, He says he did this in a New York Times article. So that's interesting. He felt like maybe kill Glenn, but don't don't make it as violent as the comic book. He said, when we're dealing with losing somebody and a very brutal human kind of death. I think it's just taste. My taste is, I think it would be more disturbing just keeping the camera on Maggie's face the whole time. Oh, yeah. And maybe that's why I want to direct, mm-hmm. because I want to make what I've been filming in my head. Mm-hmm. I, I see that. And he will be making his directorial debut in season 10 of The Walking Dead. I can handle a lot, but that episode physically made my stomach have pain. Like, yeah. It made me really upset. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was it was a bit much. Yeah, I think watching people's faces get eaten is one thing, but when it was so brutal it was and so so brutal, right? And you heard it and it it actually made my and then he flip. spoke. It was oh, just oh oh yeah. All right. Yeah. I will find, find you. Find you. Okay. Oh, All right. Oh god. All right. Carrie Payton, Carrie Payton rather says he expected King Ezekiel to die in season nine. Well, when we saw him at Stalker, uh, uh, Walker Stalker. Remember, he was like, you're like, good luck, man. He's like, I don't know what's happening. Like, he was worried. Right, they hadn't filmed it yet. Uh, he said, I had my bags packed. He says, I, he admits he spent season nine worried King Ezekiel would meet his comic book fate as a victim of Alpha and the Whispers and the Pike. 
I was scared out of my mind. I had my bags packed. I was ready to go. He said at Walker Stalker in Chicago. Yeah. I was like, they've already got one dreadlocked hum- uh, dreadlocked woman with a better sword than me. <laughs> I was like, I just said, <laughs> I'm leaving. I was like, I'm gone. It's okay. I know. No problem. I'll be fine. These dreadlocks blowing in the breeze. But apparently the dreadlocks were too heavy to actually blow in the breeze. So that's why they were like, yeah, we'll kill them a different way. So oh. then Angela Kang came out and said, she's got some great storylines for Ezekiel. Dealing with the loss of his son, dealing with the loss of Carol. So hopefully, I don't like it... this whole split between he and Carol. I'm not I, about it. I do it. not either. I'm I not about either. it. Not about it either. It's upsetting. All right. We're almost done. I have one more thing. It's huge news. It came out while we we're on vacation. It's not official yet. Oh. All right. But I. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm so excited about it. Some of you may already know. I don't even know where to begin. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now you're making me. Now I need to know. All right. And I hate to, I hate to be like Ryan Seacrest, but I'll tell you as soon as we come back. Is that okay? Yep. All right. I promise this is, this is the last time we'll okay. go away and come back. All right. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Okay, that wasn't that bad. That was that was that was that was not that long. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Okay, thank you for sitting through it. We appreciate it. Uh we're, as they say, a word from our sponsor, so to speak. Okay, so it's not official, and I'm not wishing bad things to happen on anybody. But the ratings for Whiskey A Go Go are in the toilet. Yeah. Your whiskey Foxtrot Tango. Your Cleveland Cavaliers. Ca- your whiskey gin and tonic. Your, your Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> uh, the ratings are down to a point four, which is uh, 2.5 million viewers. No offense to you, 2.5 million. The show premiered at a point seven, peaked with a point nine, and has dropped down steadily since. Wow. And uh, analysts are saying it will most likely be canceled. Whoa. Which means. I mean, hopefully for us as fans, 
We'll get Lauren Cohan back. She got it out of her system. Hopefully, she tried something new. Not saying it's a bad show. I couldn't say it genuinely genuinely if it is a bad show or not. Because I don't watch it. My parents love it. Your parents love it? I haven't seen it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But I told you, the name was going to kill it. The name is stupid. It is. doesn't say anything. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? They should have just called it Hot Couple Fighting Crime. (laughs) People would have watched it. (laughs) But you're naming it. It's just Whiskey Cavalier. It doesn't even... It doesn't even sound tough. You wouldn't even know reading that really what that's what's like happening. Like it was like Magnum Chrome. Oh, like I that's, watch, that's, yeah, it, right? that's yeah, kind of right? badass. You know what I'm saying? Magnum Chrome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it was like uh, Steel Vulture. <laughs> You're like, all right. <laughs> steel Vulture. I'm like, oh, what's Steel Vulture? That's great. You would check it out. But Whiskey and Cavalier, neither uh, one of them is too cool. No, it's not. Thunderdog. <laughs> I would watch Thunderdog. <laughs> Thunderdog. Would you watch Thunderdog? I would have to check it out at least. All right. What uh? What about um, Thunderdog? Let's see, hold on. Let's see. <laughs> Lightning Wolverine. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Right. I mean, Wolverine you, is would, a it would superhero. Be curiosity. But, yeah. Right. What if it was uh? Ooh. Honey Badger Scotch. <laughs> Honey Badger, don't give a shit. Honey you don't Badger care. Honey Scotch. Something like that. Oh, my God. But Whiskey is... Cavalier is so... Eh. Yeah. It just sounds like someone got paid for that and shouldn't have. Yeah. I want to meet that guy. Or a woman. Or, or a woman. Mm-hmm. I want to be equal. Women can come up with terrible TV show names as yeah. well. Yeah. So, I'm sorry for all the people that work on the show, cast and crew. You had to have known the show wasn't going to last. Yeah. You had to. Yeah. And they made a lot of money. I mean, Lauren Cohen must have gotten paid. She got some chatter, some cream. She must have booked all the way to the bank. <laughs> to leave. She so did? Booked I all sp- the way. Booked. Booked. <laughs> she- <laughs> well, to walk away from The Walking Dead, I mean, she had to be making bank. Well, she's she's walking back. Yeah. Yep. Look, they all come back. Look, she'll probably get a big raise, especially if Denai's leaving. Oh, and I would think so. They killed off half the Hilltop management. Jeez. Yeah, they did. That was bad. All right. So... Uh, I think we'll do an episode next week. Okay. Oh, uh, Preacher. Yes. Got to mention Preacher. Yeah. Uh, the reason I played the Seth Rogen yeah, clip. Yeah, in the beginning. The beginning, I forgot to mention. Uh, Preacher announced that season four, the next season, will be its last season. Mm. But they haven't finished filming it yet, so uh, Soda not really canceled. They're, you know, the people on the show, like Rogan, they're like, you know, it's come to a natural conclusion. Okay, well, that's... That sounds that's, like canceled, that but I... That makes me feel a little bit better. He says, no, not canceled. Just, Just a natural... Story arc, it can't... Okay. So I'm like, At least we get one more season. Right. I enjoyed it. Now, we won't have the third Walking Dead show until 2020. Hmm. 2020. 2020. So I don't know how we're going to fill our weeks when The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead are not on. Yeah. We'll figure that we'll out. We'll figure it out. We always do. We, except, we can talk. Except we for the last couple of weeks. Banter. We do have Snappy Banter. <laughs> you know what? Had that show been called Snappy Banter, I, I would have watched I that show. I would have watched if it was called Snappy Banter too. Snappy Banter with uh, <laughs> that guy and her. <laughs> that guy and her. Yeah, a couple of hot people. <laughs> That would have been fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just Cavalier is like, yeah. eh. Just, you know. If it's just something else. The name you forget it. Tequila Ranger. Ooh, Maybe. You're coming up with some good ones. You should write these down. I should write these down. I got them on the podcast. Thunderdog. So Thunderdog was good. Right? Was Lightning it? Wolverine. Well, Chrome Vulture. What did I say? <laughs> Chrome. Something like that. Chrome something. Some, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, don't tweet me. I can go back and listen <laughs> to myself. I'm good. Me. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, Mar- Marcus DC was like, he loves Black Summer. He was like, you gotta watch Black Summer. 
Then oh yeah, I, it's on my list. It's on your list. Well, yeah. you watch it and you can review it. Okay. And you can you can tweet Jamie or tweet us at, at, at Walkers underscore Talkers if you like that. But uh, or at the Talking Jamie. At yeah. the Talking add, Jamie. Add me. Add me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Make sure you tweet at Give the me Talking a Jamie. Jamie needs some followers. I need some followers. That's sake. Thanks. All right, she's got pictures. You have no staycation pictures posted. No, because I didn't really do anything. But, but uh, did we put up? You have to put up the pictures I'm, of all your stalker, your chiller uh, pictures. Chiller pictures. Chiller pictures. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah. All right, even though it's uh, three weeks, I think it's time. <laughs> what time is it? It's time, it's time to, to shut, shut this, this shit, shit down. down. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.